Welcome to the Kingstonist Podcast, a daily look at news, sports, and all things Kingston. Brought to you by Taylor Audubon. Well, we got all these here trucks for all you pickup drivers that want to take it down the road. With the family or alone Hot by the hills down in the valley Ah, you know just what I mean All you pickup lovers Taylor Auto Mall's got you covered Welcome to 15 Minutes With, brought to you by the Taylor Auto Mall. And pleased to be joined by the Kingston's new Wolf Island correspondent, Alex Carharis, who uh, Alex and I go back to probably, I think, the day you were born. Correct. Um, Alex uh, moved to Wolf Island a few years ago, and we were talking as a group 10 years ago. Mm. 10 years. Wow. We were talking as a group uh, with the Kingston staff that we needed, uh, we need to know more what, what's going on in Wolf Island. I mean, I think uh, I'm somebody that lives on the water. I see the ferry going across all the time. And really, I don't think people realize that live in Kingston that have never been over there just how, uh, how deep and how... Uh, uh, how big the community is on the island, and you know, through different there, there are people that live there permanently. There's the summer yes. residents. Um, yeah, it's a it's a juicy community. There's yeah. a vault of talent <laughs> over there, and beauty. Just the space is just it's gorgeous. So you've been there for ten years. Mm-hmm. What took you there? Peer pressure. Um, <laughs> uh, it was a my mother actually. I was away working, and my mother found a listing for the property we're in right now. Um, and showed it to Sita, my husband, and off they all went. The entire family went over and saw without it, you, without me, because I was away. And they saw this property. It's an old cattle farm, and for those on Wolf Island, they will know when I say it's the old cattle farm. And uh, eighty-three acres, and a little farmhouse, and these gargantuan outbuildings. This huge barn. Well, the barn is uh, spectacular, which is why I live yeah. there. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so I got this phone call, this mad phone call from everyone that we had to put an offer on this place and we had to have it and, blah, 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 and we owned it before I'd ever seen it. Wow. And, uh, and then off we went and I went from the moved 48 times in my life, urban dweller to an Island fantasy Island living rural dweller. And, uh, it was, yeah, had I known, I always say, had I known then what I know now, it wouldn't have happened. And thankfully I didn't, you know, in terms of <laughs> having to rebuild your home and and, yeah, uh, you've had to do a lot. You guys have done a lot of work in your place. Yeah, ton of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a big deconstruction and reconstruction, and then of course you get pregnant at that time. That's when you find out you're pregnant. And of course, you do all those things at the same time, and uh, and that's when I really came to understand what rural living was about. I guess that's the we were living there. We'd finally moved into the house. We have a seven month old, brand new first kid, and there's the snowstorm on the island. I don't know if anyone's. Well, those who live on the island understand, Olivia, a snowstorm on the island is quite intense and there's lots of drifting. And so yeah. I was like, you have to, I'm leaving. And <laughs> seats at the time would take Reacher off on the first boat, which is 545 to go work in town and drop him off at daycare. We didn't know anybody. And so I'm like, I'm leaving. We're not, you're not leaving me in this the island. Isolate, because of the isolation. Yes, of yeah. course. I was going to be stranded on the moon. And uh, I go to load the car and there's this tractor waiting for us. And 
we'd never met this human. And there's this man who lives around the corner, Alan Halton. I love this man. <laughs> He's a local farmer and he was waiting for us because he had seen Sitsa, never spoken to us. He'd just seen Sitsa go. He knew he left every morning and he waited and he plowed us out Wow! so that we could get in line because he just knew. And yeah. that is sort of like my heart just exploded from that day on. I was like, okay, people, there was a family on the island that whose house neighbor was driving by, saw that their Christmas lights had lit their house on fire while they were sleeping, woke them up, saved their lives. The house had not stopped burning. They had a place to live, clothes for their kids, clothes for themselves. Like the, f yeah. and it's like, so it, what this community does. Yeah. Because you would think, sometimes you think when you, somebody from the outside moves into right. a, a community that's been there forever, yes. it may be really a really tough thing to uh, get yourself ingrained into the, into the community. I think so. I think, you know, it's like anything. It's your attitude. Sure. You know, okay. you decide to live somewhere, then live there. You know, there are always challenges. Yes. Does it, an, is it annoying to wait for the boat some days? You bet. Is it annoying when the lineup's like six lines long trying to get back to, you bet. However, that's a choice you make. Yep. And when you come. And you sort of work your life around it, right? Yeah. 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 I would rather, I'd rather my rush hour with the Wolf Island Ferry than the rush hour of trying to get from Whitby to Ajax <laughs> on the 401. I've done yeah. it. Don Valley Parkway, done it. I will take my book read nap, read nap time on, you know, I just pack snacks and water and uh, go talk to somebody or chill out and get yep. my work done. And It's a very, uh, there's a very uh, vibrant artist community on the yes. island. Yeah. That's really emerged yes. and especially, uh, you know, people from the outside see it now the last number of years, certainly with the Wolf Island Music Festival. Absolutely. But, but uh, there's even more to the artist community and in Wolf Island than, than, than just that. Oh, yes. We just had a Wolf Island Christmas Village put on by, um, coordinated by a local business, the Fishtail Shop. Annalise and Caitlin are the owners, and they put together this amazing holiday Christmas village. And um, I actually got this feedback. One of the locations, there were two locations, the St. Margaret's Hall and then the Wolf Island Gallery. And of course, in the gallery were local artists. Um, and the depth of talent is is will blow your mind. Yeah. Just, there was, yeah. Tara Frost is in there with his handmade, I don't even know what instruments they are from all over the world. And, uh, Deb Krakow is amazing. Um, I can't think of everybody right now. Uh, just, yes, the wealth of talent is, is phenomenal. And it's just now we're just really getting into, um, another local artist, Chris Brown. He puts together this Wolf Island garden party, really connecting, all of us now, right? We're these opportunities like the Christmas Village, the Garden Party, the Music Fest, all of these times when we come together and showcase it's uh, our eclectic community, really. And part of that is just the artists. There's a lot. Yeah, just. Do you find the people that, uh, I know there are a lot of Americans that come, yes. that, that have uh, summer residences on yes. the island. Um, are, do they, are they, do they, do they, how do I put this? Do a lot of them, try to ingrain themselves into the community? Are they, is it just that the population goes up? Or I mean, how does, uh, I think is, there, is, is, there, is there a separation between full-time Islanders and, and people that are there for the summer? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of biased. I talk to everybody. I, I feel, you know, there's a big hunting community on yep. the island. So a lot of, you get a lot of Americans for that. Um, and so then everyone's got their their thing. Their niche. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think, and they, and I mean, the common ground is that they love the island. I mean, those that are there want to be there. Yeah. You know, people have come and 
yeah, and just and love it. And it's the people every time. Yeah. Uh, one of the uh, projects you and, and your husband Sitsa have started is uh, is roasting coffee, haymaker coffee. Yes. So tell tell us about that. How did that start, and oh. where can we get it? Where are you? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you can get it in our barn and yeah. at Fargo's General Store on the island, and you can get it at Panchancho. They have it on their shelves there. Awesome. So it's yeah, it's very exciting. It was uh, it was just in a something fun to do. Seats is a man of many skills and uh, likes the craft and the process of things. And so we had a Whirly Pop, Lee Valley Whirly Pop uh, cough, popcorn popper. And he ordered some green beans from Toronto and we got onto the barbecue and roasted some coffee. We thought we were making amazing coffee. She actually disgusting. roasted coffee on a barbecue. Yes, at first. that Just for fun. Just just giving it a hook. Yeah. And, uh, How to turn out. Well, we thought it was amazing. We know now it was disgusting. But <laughs> at the time, it was changing our world. And we just thought, hey, Wolf Island doesn't have a coffee roaster. Let's let's give this a hook. And so two years later, um, and many trips and falls and ups and downs. Yeah, so the, yeah. The, it's got to be a, a sort of uh, you, 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 t- a trial by error kind of thing, uh, right? Totally, yes. Well, lots of learning. Yes, lots of learning self-taught stuff. And uh, so we, um, yeah, we finally got our roaster going in the bottom of our barn. Sitsa built us a small insulated structure in the bottom of our big barn. And we got our Diedrich roaster going and ordered, found a importer that kind of reflects our values. And, and uh, you, you import the, the we beans We import from... the beans right now. Yeah. yeah. We'd like to do some direct relationships and stuff, sure. but event that'll, that'll come. Um yeah, so we import the green beans, and right now we have a Costa Rican and a Kenyan. And so you just brought you brought me a couple of eggs of coffee. Correct. Uh, what what are they? The- uh, it's a Kenyan ones. Yeah. So they're single origin micro lot coffees. Um, as a small nano roaster, we're supporting small farmers. We, you know, we really are into the sustainability. Yeah. From producer, you live in an agricultural community, you come to understand this value. Um, supporting the farmer. Um, so we wanted to support the small farmer, and that's what we're doing. And and um, yeah, so we single origin micro lots, good coffee. They're good beans, and uh, so the Costa Rican's kind of like a chocolate cherry chocolate bomb. Yeah, and then the Kenyan would be more of a raisin nut after sort of notes in it. Anyway, now how do you get so is is it the bean that is the that is the flavor, or do you do add, no, add anything? Are there any additives? It's the bean. It's so yeah. the, again. I know. Uh, we are no experts. Uh, so the bean is the seed of a cherry, a okay. coffee cherry tree. And so based on how, where it's grown, elevation, uh, how it's processed in terms of are they washed, are they naturally dried, um, it helps the, the sweetness. It affects the sweetness of the bean. And then how you roast it um, will, whether you bring out those flavors or not. And so ideally you are pulling out those those characteristics in that bean. So yeah, no, it's completely in the bean itself. That's what I find so fascinating. Cool, yeah. This is why we chose these coffees because yeah. they basically epitomize everything we didn't know about coffee. <laughs> now you have two small children Correct. and uh, you live you live on the south side of the island yes. and 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 you are not isolated, but you're there. I, you can't really see your neighbors. I've been to your place. Yes, and, yes, um, yeah. So do, do you worry about that? Is is there a community of kids for your kids to hang out with? Is it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You just yeah. I mean, they have the joy of uh, yeah. They hop on their bikes and off they go. Yeah. Some kids down the road, and and then you know it's 
just coordinating, you know, who can get off at whose house off the bus and then you go pick them up. And so, uh, you know, it's like the old days. It's like totally like, old yeah, school. Yeah, 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 it is. It's hilarious. When we used to get on our bikes in the morning and right. the, I don't think my, my mom ever gave me a nope, second thought. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah. So it was funny uh, when Scout, our youngest, was just a nugget and we were in town visiting mom and dad and we we're driving and it's at night and he's like, so I'm driving out. He's like, what's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? And I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm like, those are streetlights. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. And never seen street never street street Very wow. funny. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. So yeah, the kids on Wolf Island, what a treat for them. You know, they just, you just, I don't know, you just get that sense of yeah. you've got each other's back and, and, uh, and you get, you learn to have a thick skin because nothing's oh, yeah. sacred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and it's amazing. And, and, and parents have your back, you know, they were like, so this, and, that, and you're like, okay, thanks for letting me know. And I, you know, I, again, I, having not experienced this in my life, I, I am often overwhelmed with what community really means and, and, and how rich that can make your life. And then on top of it, I'm often blown away by how stunning it is. And we'll find yeah, absolutely. just turn your head and it's something different. Yeah. And yeah, I, we, yeah, we feel. Well, I know from your barn, you can see, you can see the United States. Yes. It's, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, any event off the top of your head, any events that uh, coming up on the island? To oh gosh, look coming to? up. Um, so coming up, well, probably post Christmas, it's the Chili Fest. I'm trying to think. I know there's, there's family, lots of hockey. Uh, family hockey tournaments. Isn't there's, there? yes, yeah. of course, the yeah. Carhartt Cup. But just in terms of on the island, like the, oh, rink, yeah, no, the there, isn't there a family ho hockey tournament? Oh, on the island? yeah. yeah. Uh, I know there's a Wolf Island game yeah. for sure. And yeah, I mean, that rink, once that baby's cracked open, it's. Uh, it's game on. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. it's just super dreamy and romantic. You know, the outdoor rink is is such a privilege. And uh um yeah, we just had You had the Christmas village and Yes, yeah. we had the Christmas village and um we had this jammy esplanade. So it's a group out of Toronto came in and um it's an arts and culture sort of group. Um and they are doing oh, what is it called? The stories, I'm going to blow this, the stories that bring us together. And it's a collection of, so this group from Toronto came together and went to Marysville Public School and they highlighted um, members of the community that the kids chose. I see. Okay. Yes. Yes. And then they are going to do this sort of visual arts oh, project cool. and then a presentation. And it's yeah. just sort of, it's connecting communities across in, yeah. in Ontario. Anyway, very cool. Um, they had the Taste of Wolf Island at the beginning of uh October, which was amazing because I, well, I went on the tour and something I don't often do, well, I've never done is take a tour of your own town. Yeah. Do you do that? I've yeah. never done that. Yeah. Um, and uh, what a riot and, and super interesting. The, the people, the Henderson Farms was highlighted, Pike Farms, um, Seed Table farm so they're an organic farm which yep. was super cool because they partnered with the pike farm so you really got this really neat industrial farming um experience like these massive machines and and then you had kathy from sea table talking about the importance of planting before the industrial farming happens because they don't want cross-pollination sure super cool henderson farms taking you in doing the tea party and just how he you know literally in the back of the 
kitchen is got his little commercial kitchen and he's putting together these jams. And um, I think Kelly's mushrooms, we miss them. And then, oh, Deruder beef. Oh my heavens. So then we go there and they partnered with the pig and olive. And so using their beef, they made beef sausage, wow. which we have pork sausage. I'd never had beef sausage yeah, before. It didn't even occur very to me. Cool. Right. Yeah. And so they did that. And then um, the Derudas have now got this little shop on there. So you can just go and get their local beef. And she's deckled it all up. And she just dialed up this little, I think it was an old milking barn or something. And uh, it's great. So now you can go and get fresh beef. And there's the, there's some, anyway, it was just, it was very neat to see all that the island has to offer. And they just came, they came, they showed up and it looked great. great. It was really fun. Well, Alex, we're really looking forward to having you contribute to the Kingsnest and uh, we'll do more podcasts with you awesome. on a regular That'd basis, yes. see what's going on, but also uh, looking forward to uh, you writing and collaborating with Tori Stafford. And uh, yeah, yeah this should be fun. Exciting. Yeah, yeah, I really appreciate it. All right. Thanks for doing this. Thanks, Tim.